0: And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls. Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. Uh, we are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic here in South and Central Texas. And joining me is my wonderful co-host for the program, Ms. Trish Lujan. How are you doing today, oh, Ms. Trish? I'm
1: so glad to be back. Uh, I missed you guys. <laughs> on this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions, highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we'll be talking to Padre Martin Scott, founder of the Siervos de la Divina, Misericordia, or in English, Servants of, Div- of Divine Mercy in Chosica, Peru. He'll be speaking to us today about the many healing services and speaking presentations and events He'll be offering around San Antonio in the coming days.
0: Amen to Mm -hmm. that. It's always a treat to have Padre Martin join us. Uh, Just a very beloved priest, a very holy priest. Um, And it's always uh, awesome to to visit with him. Uh, So all that sounds great. Uh, And before we get that that conversation going, let's uh, go ahead and begin today's program um, and get it started the way that we should do all things, and that is in prayer. Uh, So as we pray, um, you'll hear me say it uh, more than one time. uh, Please ask that that you know the Lord would make his will known to you and pray for that grace uh, to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Ignatius of Antioch.
1: Pray for us.
0: St. Joseph Pillar of Families.
1: Pray
0: for us. Our Lady, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, before we get caught up on, you know, the things that have transpired over the last week and, you know, some of the things that have gone on, I just really want to, you know, talk briefly, right, uh, about, you know, the you know, the, the memorial that we celebrate and the church celebrates today. And that is, you know, the, the feast of Saint Ignatius of Antioch, uh, bishop and martyr, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, he died in the year 107 under the, uh, you know, the cruel, you know, tyrannate, you know, t- tyrannous uh cruelty of uh i think that was emperor trajan mm-hmm. uh but what is so significant i think and this is out of the uh, liturgy of the hours today so saint ignatius was the successor of saint peter as bishop of antioch now if you actually go to um, catholic.org and read more he was actually consecrated bishop by saint peter himself mm-hmm. all right so uh real interesting he was condemned to death by being thrown to wild animals. They're in the Colosseum, mm-hmm. right? So this is a, a time of great persecution. This is, you know, the second century. I mean, we're talking about when you really talk about this, you know, if he died in the year 107, I mean he is just seventy years removed from the ascension of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But during his time, you know, in cap, you know, in, you know, being in captivity or however you want to call it, I mean, he wrote seven letters, uh, to, to various churches. And these seven letters, of course, you know, had the deal, um, you know, dealt with, you know, the, the church and its theology. And, um, what really is striking is if you, you know, go back and look at his his teaching on
2: the Eucharist.
0: The Eucharist. The, yes. yes, that's
1: what I was. Yes. Yeah, he, I saw your eyes get there, yeah, Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Should that's wait right. In anticipation. Yes, in it. He said it. Yes. And he was the, the one who first you know, used the phrase Catholic. Was he, not? He, <laughs> okay. he sure was. Um, and actually,
0: I I think uh, in today's uh, during the homily today, if you were tuning in and, and heard the the mass uh, being aired this morning, um, they say that you know that the word Catholic was probably used um, you know during that time, but he's the one who's credited for I mean obviously he wrote it down Mm -hmm. it's in there in in the history books let's say but I I really love you know how when we talk about you know the teachings of the church and in this year of Eucharistic revival you you know per se but from the very earliest you know, teachings of the church I mean, the belief that God in in his body, blood, soul, and divinity Not I just mean, the belief, but yes. the, truth. the truth The truth, amen yeah. to that Yes, so again, just a, just a thought for everybody mm-hmm. tuning in So uh, if you get a chance, you know, uh, look at you know, the, you know the, the early church fathers Look at specifically, uh, you know, some of those writings of St. Ignatius of, of Antioch mm-hmm. uh, It's a beautiful thing when we're talking about I mean, he mm-hmm. died in 107 107. I mean, right. we're again just 70 years removed from the ascension of the Lord, an apostle of St. John the Apostle, you know, or a follower of St. John the Apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's just probably, you know, which is probably, you know, better stated that way. But I mean, it, it's just amazing how his writings can still be, yes. you know, read to this day. So for all of y'all yes. tuning in, yeah. and you know, you, you, I want- like
1: how Steve Ray said it earlier on the show today. He said, Saint, you know, Saint Ignatius of Antioch could have been sitting on Jesus' lap. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's actually like, one. Yeah, yes. that's one of the you know that that's one of the, the traditions or, or so yeah. uh, that that yeah. go uh, that that are said about Saint Ignatius yes. is that yeah he he very well may have been one of the children you know sitting on the, the lap of Jesus when Jesus so, said let all the children come yes. to me it yes. could have been him that, that's right so again uh, if you've got friends out there you know challenging you about you know why you believe what you believe direct them to the church fathers Amen. when you have people yeah. asking you and challenging you about uh, your why do do, you know Catholics believe in the real presence of Christ, I mean, taken back to not just you know John chapter six, but taken back to what the early church fathers you know mm-hmm. taught on this i mean we 've been dealing with this stuff you know as a Catholic Church since the very beginning, so again, uh you know I just thought that was pretty interesting today Love it, yes yeah, Thank so, you, Sean. yeah absolutely <laughs> so i I do want to recap uh, you know some things that took place this week or this weekend, Uh, Mario and I had the, you know, had the pleasure of being out in Fredericksburg, you know, on Saturday, you know, for the 13th annual Best Fest celebration. Uh, So Best Fest, and it was, you know, we were made, uh, you know, aware of it, but it's actually BEST is an acronym. So it's for, uh, you know, for beer, entertainment, and sausage tasting, (laughs) you know. Oh, wow. I mean, there was, you know, there was 18 different varieties of sausage, 18 (laughs) different varieties of of drink and and, and beer. They had wine. Uh, So just a wonderful time. Out there, and uh, I want to thank the Knights of Columbus Council 9765 for you know being so welcoming uh, to us uh, to, to participate in that celebration. And thank you, uh, Knights of Columbus Council 9765, for your ongoing and past and you know for all your support you know uh, as sponsors of the KIVM 91.1 FM station there in Fredericksburg. You know we we can't do what we do without uh, your support, so we are grateful for it. Uh, you know, back on Saturday also. So it was a double, you know, double event day for, for me. Um, you know, Richard and I, along with our, our, our wonderful wives, were able to attend the 10th anniversary gala uh, for Natural Womanhood. Uh, natural Womanhood is dedicated to the promotion of fertility awareness and fertility charting as essential tools for women's health. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also provide their readers uh, with vital evidence-based information about the real risks of birth control and the benefits of natural birth control alternatives that function without the use of damaging synthetic hormones. Uh, so for more information on, on Natural Womanhood and the wonderful articles and work that they do, you can visit their uh, their website uh, at naturalwomanhood.org. And what else do we have going on and taking place uh, this week, Trish?
1: Yes, Allied Women Center's annual gala is this Friday, October 21st, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. There's still room to register for this free event and to support this organization whose mission is to save as many babies as possible from death by abortion. To register for this event, please call Terry, and her number is 210 334 1229.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I plan on being out there too. Um, my, my wife and I, my mom, is actually coming into town oh, cool. oh, on wednesday yeah so uh i i told her you know I, I told her from the very beginning when she planned this whole thing i mean yes. you know she reaches out to to me and my wife she says hey son you know you know she's filipino right so she, hey son i i'd like to stay with you uh and and ubi for you know for for some time i'm like yes. okay well what's some time mom you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, she lives in Florida, so I'm, I'm, I'm always excited to, to visit with my mom and such. Yes. But I'm thinking, okay, a week or two, whatever, yeah. right? She just recently retired in April. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, she said, oh, I was thinking, you know, like a month. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that sounds great, mom. <laughs> you know, that that sounds great. Uh, so she's gonna be staying with us. Uh, you know. Uh, You know she's
1: listening, right? Well,
0: I hope so. (laughs) Yes, that, that's the goal, in fact. Yeah. So interesting thing, though, that you may not know, Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you that, you know, have, have gotten a chance to really talk to me in detail. So. Um, my mom is a fallen away Catholic, uh, actually, uh, and we do continue to pray for our family members. I happen to be the only practicing Catholic in 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 my immediate family, uh, and such. So it's very you know interesting. I, I told her, and she knows what what I do, um, and it's one of those things where I said, "All right, mom, I'm so excited that you're going to be here, but." I'm working. I'm not retired like you, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I have got, you know, I've got events and and things like that that yes. uh we're going to be participating in. You know, she says son that's okay. You I'll know. be your sidekick. She you can volunteer. We're gonna make calls. Okay, with that. Yeah. So she said she's gonna be my sidekick. You know, so I'm yeah. super excited about that. Uh, but yeah, I I hope to you know bring her out there to the Allied Women's uh, yes. event. We've got um, next or this actually mm-hmm. this coming Saturday. Um, I'm gonna well Saturday and Sunday. So this weekend I'm gonna be out in Kerrville. So all our listeners there at the, you know in, in Kerrville, you know, listening to the ninety-seven point nine station. Um, I'm gonna be doing pulpit. Announcements after the uh, the English masses, um, you know this weekend. So Saturday after the five o'clock, uh, you know mass on on Saturday, after the seven forty five a.m. mass on Sunday, after the eleven o'clock mass wow. on <laughs> Sunday, and. After the 5 p.m. mass uh, on Sunday, also. So I'm I'm hoping my mom, you know, and, and my wife will be able to to join me for that. Uh, I think uh, to to have her come out, especially you know at this time yes. the weather's cooling off. Mm-hmm. There's no better place I say than the Hill Country, you know, <laughs> here, here in in Texas. You, you know, I mean, you've experienced you know yes, the, uh, the brutal summer. Yeah. And I, I told her I said, look, ma, yeah, Liz, if you're gonna you know if if you're gonna do this, yeah, I mean the 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 fall is the best place because I tell you what, if she decided to come out like in June. July <laughs> and August she would never come back no, to Texas uh, you, you know good
1: choice yeah, <laughs> yeah so, good advice.
0: so what else uh, has been going on with you miss trish
1: yeah well, as far as uh, as far as this past weekend, what we did was um, I had to stay in because of my sinuses and my Oof. allergies, so that's pretty we lots of resting, and uh, as I told Richard the other you know the other week that I saw you i 'm literally offering it up because these allergies. It's, it's just... It's, it's no joke. Yeah. No. Yeah,
0: it, it is no joke. Yeah. And I'm glad, uh, you know, uh, appreciate you uh, recognizing, uh, you know, Richard and Trish. Uh, my apologies. Joining us today for this wonderful conversation uh, is going to be uh, vice president of the Guadalupe Radio Network, uh, Mr. Richard Reyna, you know, my predecessor, Mr. Catholic, you know, himself. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I love it when Richard can join us and he, uh, he, he gets to... He gets to set a little time, uh, you know, to to do this because reminisce. Yeah, you know, the, the good I mean, man. you stay busy, sir, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you stay super busy, you know. So uh, tell our listeners, you know, what's it been like now uh, over the, you know, course of these, you know, the, these months, you know, as vice president. May
2: third, official start date as vice yeah. president, and of course, uh, I, I think I'll, I will always say, I know I should say, I will always say, I love what I do. Yeah um apart from uh, uh the my wife and kids it's the most uh, enjoyable thing i've done and i am doing but it's also the hardest there's sure. a lot of work going to, that goes into it and yeah. uh, you know people uh, this past weekend at the Natural Womanhood event you know I'm always asking people to pray for, for us mm-hmm. pray for the Guadalupe Radio Network and all the family members all the employees um, and I say it uh, and I, I mean it they know it you know, the, the devil doesn't like what we do mm-hmm. yeah. I believe we're, we take the, the, the good news and we put it out there over the airwaves and online and you know all that stuff and he just doesn't like it so when you pray for me pray for Guadalupe Radio please pray for me pray for Sean pray for all the uh, Trish everybody that's involved in what mm-hmm. we do because the devil will sit there and try to pick at you all yes. Everywhere he can, yes. anytime he can Any way he can So
0: That's right, yes. well uh, again folks uh, That music means that we're going to go to our first break But when we come back We're going to be joined with Padre Martin Scott To talk about all things Siervos de la Divina Misericordia So do not change the station The station, excuse me
2: <laughs> We'll be right back God bless you
3: Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to amazonsmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network.
0: Hey, Donnie, what are the two most important things we receive at Mass?
4: The Christmas, scripture.
0: That's right.
4: All right, one more. Who loves you the most? Jesus. That's right. Mary. That's Jesus. right. <laughs> they love us too. If you don't educate your children
0: in the faith, who will? Educate yourself and your family by listening daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And make sure to get the GRN app by logging online to grnonline.com. Hi, this is Sean Rice, General Manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Business owners, do you enjoy listening to your favorite Catholic radio programs? Have you learned more about our Catholic faith because of what you listen to? Please consider a sponsorship or underwriting opportunity to help keep your Airwaves Catholic across South and Central Texas. Give me a call at 210-579-9844 to learn more. God bless you. You can now get the Guadalupe Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. With it, you can listen to your local GRN station or any station in the GRN network from wherever you are. You can hear on-demand podcasts of your favorite GRN programs. You can connect with the people at your GRN station, and you can easily support the mission of Catholic Radio when you're ready to. Visit grnonline.com. And welcome back, listeners, to your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. Joined today uh, with my wonderful co-host, Ms. Trish Luhan, and special uh, guest uh, Richard Reyna. Um, I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, put in a plug too. Uh, I had forgot to mention that before the, the music got to me, um, you know, part of the break. But Saint Matthew Catholic Church <coughs> is hosting their Love Strong Marriage Retreat. Uh, that retreat's going to take place Friday. That's this Friday, uh, October twenty first. From 5:30 p.m. to 9:30, uh, you know p.m. Um, and this is going to be going through the weekend, uh, so this is Friday through Sunday. Uh, Saturday is going to be taking place from seven thirty to eight thirty, so that's uh, seven thirty a.m. to eight thirty p.m. And uh, things will wrap up on Sunday, October twenty third, seven thirty a.m. to four uh, p.m. Uh, I forgot to I forgot to put the you know information, the phone number to you know to the couple who uh, you know for the contact information. But I would encourage you if this is something that you want to do, go to the St. Matthew Catholic Church uh, website, um, find the bulletin. It's in the bulletin, and that's stmatts.org. So again, without delay, let's go ahead and welcome Padre Martinscott to the program. How are you doing today, Father?
5: Very good. A little bit tired. I've been traveling a lot.
0: You know, I got to tell you, um, we had spoke about this prior to going on the air, uh, and you've been quite the the messenger, right? You've you've been quite the messenger for the Lord. You got a lot of different uh, events, speaking events that you've just – have completed and you've got more on the way. Can you tell us first uh, to those maybe who, who are tuning in and this is the first time uh, in hearing you? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and the Siervos de la Divina Misericordia? Okay,
5: I'm uh, a priest. I'm from Peru. I lived in the U- U.S. many years. I was a priest in the Archdiocese of Washington for 15 years. And then um, I always felt in my heart then I would eventually go back to Peru. And I always felt, since I entered the seminary, I always felt, um, I, first of all, a hunger to be a holy priest, but also a desire to be a religious, of course. And the Lord, I realized that, and I remember even when I, because I, I went back to Peru, running away from the calling, and then I went back to the U.S. to enter the seminary. And, um, and I told the uh, Vocations uh, Director of Vocations At that time I was very sincere And I said I eventually feel That God wants me To go back to Peru Obviously he had put The seed in my heart But you know If the Lord would have Told me Before I entered the seminary i going to be a founder Of a religious community Probably would have Had a heart attack And not even <laughs> entered Okay So um As You know After my ordination In 1988 In May Um The desire to be a religious did not leave me. It got stronger. Mm. Okay? And I remember I had a spiritual director then. And um, I remember after almost 10 years, right before my 10th anniversary of my ordination, like in April of 1998, I was praying before the Eucharist. And I said to Jesus, you know, I have a very sincere converse- uh, relationship with the Lord. I, I mean, he knows everything that's in my heart. But I always tell him what's on my heart. And I said, you know, Jesus, the, the ideal of entering a religious community does not leave my heart. And I remember I said to him, the only thing that I want is your will. Mm. Tell me what the name of this community is. Obviously, that community did not exist. So I said, Jesus, the truth is, I. and I remember closing my eyes, and I said very sincerely, in the depths of my heart, I said, of course, this was all in Spanish. I'm trying to translate it into English. (laughs) And I said, Jesus, the only thing that I want is your will. At that moment, I felt like I'm, had a wave of the power of the Holy Spirit to descend upon me. And he said to me, my son, return to Peru. That part didn't surprise me. But when he said, and found a new religious family. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> And my, my holy response was, Kay <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and the only thing I could say to him was, because it was, you know, this this conversation, but heart-to-heart conversation with the Lord. I said, and, and I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but I didn't know what to say, okay? It's like if someone said to you, Richard, you know, I see you tomorrow with a kangaroo. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so I said, "Jesus, what is the name of this new religious family?" Mm-hmm. And that's when I heard "Svo Misericordia." Ah, that's beautiful. And he said, "I will tell you where I want you to found it." So that a few months later, was my vacation. time, you know, and I went back to Peru, and I met a woman there, a very good woman, deeply good woman. And she's a friend of um I'm sure she's deceased now a very and she knew this bishop. She said, "Father, um I know Bishop Stroutman from the Diocese of Chusica, and I'm sure he will be open to receiving you to talk to meeting with you so um I called up the di- the diocese was new see the Archdiocese of Lima is a lot, very lo- Lima is a city of almost 10 million people Wow. So they divided the Archdiocese of Lima into three new dioceses, Mm. other than Lima, okay? And so I remember that, um, you know, I set up an appointment and went to meet with him, and I told him, he's retiring in in December, and I said, um, you know, this was Norberto, I feel called to found this community. This is my heart. My sweet director, Totally you know have my, his blessing what I later found out is my spiritual director at the time knew like four or five years beforehand that guy would call me to not only Ooh. go back to Peru to be a founder wow. but he never told me because at that time I wanted for many years to be with my twin brother, mm-hmm. who's also you know my identical twin is a a a religious priest, and I wanted to be a part of his community <laughs> unfortunately I can, you know like it's it's common that twins, one of them depends more on the other one. I was a dependent, okay. <laughs> <coughs> and obviously, you know, there are worked out things, you know, especially with a beautiful Catholic counselor and this and that. Nothing immoral, nothing like that, but just an emotional dependence on my brother. So what the Lord did was, you know, especially when you, and this is not just for me as a priest or religious. I mean, this is for everyone. God wants us to be. Holy but healthy Catholics. Mm. Dysfunctional behavior does not help us do his will. Right? It limits his will. It limits the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So they would have told me years ago, you know, you're traveling to different countries, you know, and you're giving conferences and this and that. Even I've been to Kuwait, you know, you know, Kenya, wow. you know, get I would have said, forget it. Just someone. I remember I told the Lord with them, Jesus, why do you want me to go to Kuwait? I mean, I have as much desire to go to Kuwait as I want to go to, I don't know, see, you know, baboons or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus said to me with a very, I heard it in my heart, with a very sad voice, mm. I'll say it first in Spanish, I, cannot tengo mandar. Mm. I don't have anyone else to send course. And he said, when you are there, you will see why I asked you to spend three weeks. So when I accepted the invitation, it was only I thought it was going to be like a weekend trip. I said, no sweat. No Catholic sweat. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? You know, Lord is a God of surprises. I was there for three weeks in Kuwait.
6: Wow.
5: Nice and cool temperatures? Uh, <laughs> no? Yeah, it was as cool as um, <laughs> you know, I
2: don't know. Yeah.
5: The truth is, God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And he put big fish there. I would say like whales. And the, and the Catholic population of Kuwait, they all work in the, in the petroleum industry. They're um, mostly from India, Catholic mm. Indians. If people, Catholic Indians who are Catholic. I did have to talk for Hispanics who were Venezuelans from the oil industry. And, you know, like they say, what you see is not what you get. I mean, we would have like a masses, we would have masses in the cathedral, which looked like a modern building. It did not look Mm. like a a nice cathedral. No, it looked like a modern building. They say there's religion freedom, but I, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that's true. So when I, you know, I remember I had these masses with like 20 altar boys. Okay. Wow. All immaculately dressed, all like little soldiers, mm-hmm. very well trained. That only three or four really did something; hey. the other were just there for the picture.
0: Okay? All right. <laughs> well, that music means that we're going to go to a quick break. Oh. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue more of this conversation with Padre Martin Scott. Uh, and again, so you're not going to want to miss this. Please keep it tuned in right there on your local GRN, uh, you know, Catholic radio station. We'll be right back. a messy family minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. Many people, especially young people in our culture today, are feeling fragmented and lost. They don't know who they are or where they belong. We can see this in an extreme form in the identity politics in our culture today. Without a strong family identity, people see connection and belonging in other places.
3: It's the job of parents to give their children their identity and their mission. Families do this through their individual family culture. Your family culture, which includes daily routines as well as traditions, ultimately communicates a deep sense of belonging for your children. This sense of belonging as well as identity is essential for each person's feeling of worthiness and healthy human development. Having this security enables a person to engage with the world wholeheartedly and ready to love.
2: Our identity shouldn't come from whatever social
0: group you're part of, but instead from the fact that we all come from a family. Our family on earth and our family in heaven. For more resources on building your family culture, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org.
7: This is Len Oswald, Chief Executive Officer of the Guadalupe Radio Network with this week's GRN Family Minute. I'm excited to announce that Manny Ortiz has returned to our GRN family as production manager and producer of our new show, A Life Lived Joyfully, which airs each weekday during the 3 p.m. Central hour. Manny and his wife, Holly, are proud parents to four wonderful daughters. Manny's favorite saints are St. Raphael and St. Padre Pio. He's a published author and his favorite hobbies are playing guitar, and enjoying great music. Manny worked previously with the GRN, but left to attend to family needs. He's excited to return because of the GRN's family environment, and he loves the mission of working for the salvation of souls. Manny is right. The purpose of the GRN is to save as many souls as possible. We are a family, and that includes you too. When you pray for and support the GRN, you're joining with us in our mission to tell as many people as possible about the good news of Jesus Christ.
0: And welcome back, folks! Again, thank you for tuning in to your live and local program in His Vineyard, having this wonderful conversation with uh, Padre Martin Scott. I uh, just wanted to give a quick thank you to, to those of you joining us on the Facebook Live. Um, thank you. I mean, I you know we we keep growing it, and uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, so if you haven't uh, had a chance, you know, join our Facebook group. It's the G R N. Uh, South and Central TX uh, Facebook group page. Uh, and we share, share it. As yes. watching the video, yes, share the video. That's right.
2: So that way your friends will know and they'll, if not tune in now, they'll tune in later. That mm-hmm. is right. So again, I want to pick up
0: where we left off with uh, Padre uh, Martin. Uh, so continue to tell us about this mass that you were
5: celebrating uh, there in Kuwait, Father. Yeah, there were, I mean, I had several masses there, you know, and uh, like, um, I did like day retreats. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was just incredible. Incredible, and I the Lord true to His beautiful word. He said, "When you leave there, you will know why I sent you there." And definitely, I knew He wanted me there. Okay, it wasn't to get to know Kuwait. Okay, it was to to take souls to Him. Amen. And He just said, in "My heart, my lost sheep, and many people who were lost." Many people. Yeah, lost. And the worst thing is when somebody is morally not in, not in. Not alive with God, yeah. you're dead. You can become dead spiritually, morally. You don't even know it. Yeah, you think you're on the right path, which is the wrong path.
2: Mm. It takes a lot of love and a lot of wisdom and, and sharing of the good news to be able to plant those right seeds, because sometimes people they don't
5: want to hear it. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, and the Lord—I mean, the Lord is so—I say—he's so faithful.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: He's so faithful, and he's so good. He just wants us to say yes. And he'll 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 speak to us, you know, and tell us what to do. Because he knows, imagine he died for each and every one of us. Every single one Every mm-hmm. one of us. Yeah. Every, every one of us. And he doesn't want one soul to be lost. But many souls, even though God is speaking to them with a loudspeaker, mm-hmm. change your ways, get on the right path, which is me, Jesus, they don't they don't budge. And some people they have this They they say, oh, I believe in God's mercy. But they think that God's mercy, that he's a sucker. Like he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really care whether we sin or not. We're all going to be saved. No, we are not all going to be saved. That's the truth. We are not. Jesus died on the cross on Good Friday. He wasn't having tea with the apostles. He wasn't having a good time. He wasn't having a, okay. No, he died on the cross. He died the most horrendous death. Okay. For us. For us, for each one of us, each one of us, okay? And so we have to take seriously, guess what? If I want to get to heaven, I have to give my heart to him. I have to give my will to him. I have to give my life to him. Everything. Everything, everything to him. Don't hold back. Yeah. And God's, I don't care how far away you've been from God. God's mercy is much greater. But you have to want a change in your life. And allow him to change your life. We can't get to heaven by ourselves. We did not die on the cross for, you, for ourselves. He died for us on the cross. Okay? And, and it's so important that people know that. That, that. that God needs my yes to get to heaven. And not just a yes lip service. That's politicians. Okay, that's all you want, you want to hear. No, it's a yes that's united to my heart, united to my will, and it's lived out. It's a yes. It's like, yes, <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Okay, and that yes becomes fuller in heaven. It's a total mm. yes, and it never stops.
2: You know, some of the people I talk to, um, of course, whenever I talk about the faith and Jesus and our Blessed Mother and uh, all the beauties that the Catholic faith has to offer, some people look at me like, what do you mean? Yeah. And, and they'll share. You know, I don't, I don't have that desire. And I come back to them with, are you praying, asking the Holy Spirit to, to plant that seed of desire within you? Because if you don't have it and you know you need it, because you know you want to get to heaven, well, yeah. I said, okay, well, ask for that desire. Yeah. Pray for it,
5: yeah. and it will come. But yeah. you've got to be asking. But for if we're it. living a life in which God is practically, we want to keep God not only as a as a, at a distance, but also we act treat Him like an enemy, mm-hmm. like He's against us. It's against our happiness, our life. Then we won't want to go to heaven. No, okay. But when somebody, I remember, I remember, in times in my life, and obviously nothing is scandal, but I remember when the Lord showed me how I had in my heart. How I had hurt my brothers in my community mm-hmm. with my right. impatience, mm-hmm. okay, and I would put a face like if Luke could kill, we would have had mass funerals, okay, and I remember he showed me I mean I could was a, <laughs> I could hardly i mean it no, wasn't that I started stopped breathing, but I was just in shock, oh. but it was it was a good shock mm-hmm. because it was truth. I began to sob,
6: mm-hmm.
5: I began to sob, and I couldn't wait. I was in Phoenix, Arizona, okay? Oh. I couldn't wait to get back to Peru. I was leaving like in two days after the mission, and I couldn't wait to get back to Peru to get on my knees and beg them for forgiveness. Wow. So, all of us, none of us were born living saints. The only one, a blessed mother, she was born without oh. original sin, okay? That's a unique, beautiful case. Amen. Unique, okay? Other than us, all of us were tainted by sin. So, all of us have have. Um, I wouldn't say moments but it, I know, stages in our life in which we say oh my gosh I really need to change that it. it can happen to an alcoholic okay I I, I really I really I really <coughs> um, pray for youth okay that many of them they're just I mean the choices are made amen okay the choices they're made okay they're just either drugs they don't think anything of having drugs they don't think anything of pornography it's like oxygen for them they need it you know you know sex sex out of marriage it's like nothing it's like for me having a cup of coffee Mm
1: -hmm.
5: it's so sad it's tragic it says and the Lord says woe to him who says that that what is good is bad, and what is bad is good. Mm-hmm. That's what we're living in this society.
1: Padre Martin, if I can ask so earlier we talked about, you talked about how we have broken families and, and lots of dysfunctional behavior. Can you tell us how divine mercy can help us out of this? The yeah, power.
5: Divine mercy, I, I think the best way is, is manifest in the sacrament of confession. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, and I never, mm-hmm. I never forget this, it often comes to my heart. When I was a newly ordained priest, you know, I was still nice and fit. I, was, I didn't I hadn't had my fall. <laughs> so I, went, I was going jogging. I used to jog every day. And it was summer. I had been, it was the pastor at the time, God rest his soul, he was murdered mm-hmm. in the year 2000. He's a holy man. Um, Monsignor Thomas was wonderful. That was my first parish assignment. Wonderful, wonderful. We had Eucharistic adoration, you know, 24-hour adoration. And I remember, you know, I was on duty because I don't know if it was his day off or the pastor was away on vacation, I don't remember. But I know I was the the priest on duty. And I was ready to go jogging and and I got a call in my bedroom and the the housekeeper said, Father, there's a young man here who wants to, needs to talk to a priest. So I thought it was going to be a short conversation. I went down in my jogging shorts, you know, T-shirt and my shoes, jogging shoes. And I went in. It looked like I was talking to a human skeleton
6: mm.
5: with life. Wow. I was alive. And I know, closed the door. And I was talking to him. He said, Father, I've been on drugs so many years. Yeah. I remember exactly the details. But he said, Father, I've hit rock bottom. I'm fed up with my life. I said, guess what? You know, we talked, I remember maybe an hour, and he said, why not you come back tomorrow? I'll give, make you an appointment, I'll have, okay? And you can make a, a lifelong confession. It that's like two and a half hours. I heard things in that confession that i had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amen. That man, and I'm not exaggerating, is one of the holiest men that I know. He, he started going to AA and A. He started going to daily adoration of the the Eucharist. Started saying the rosary. Started um, going to daily mass. He's a holy man. Holy man. He got married. And some, because years later, the parish that I was at, they built a new church. So all the former uh, associate priests were invited. The vicars were invited to go. So, I was there, you know, it's incredible what God does. Mm-hmm. God's power is infinite, His mercy is infinite. The boy, we really have to be willing to change. Okay?
2: So, what do you think right now in the times that we're in, regardless of where everybody's at with their faith, whether you're a parent, your husband, or father, a mother, a daughter, uh, what, what during this time of Eucharistic revival? Uh, Is
5: there something that you would recommend our listeners? Can I tell you something? Can you said that when I first heard that? Uh Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Don't take it wrong. In my heart, Eucharistic revivals doesn't end. Right. Okay? You know. Yeah. Okay? Because Jesus is alive in the Eucharist. Okay? Now, this time, oh, the, the Lord is there for us in the Eucharist. Definitely. But he can't force us. That's right. He cannot force us. And people have to know that. We were created, you and me were created for heaven. That's the bottom line. Whatever our profession is, whatever we do for a living, as long as it's legal, doesn't offend God. There's nothing wrong with it, okay? But we were created for heaven. I always say, okay, this is what I feel in my heart. Compared to eternity, of course I haven't been in eternity, okay? Compared to eternity our life here on earth is like when I'm at the airport at a gate waiting to, to get up on the plane, get into the plane. Okay? It's a time period. I'm there sitting, whether awake or asleep or praying or whatever. Okay? But it's only a short period. I'm not going to, if I have to want to get to my destination, I have to get on the plane. I have to leave that gate. So our destination is heaven. Our destination is heaven. So our, our life here on earth is that per- waiting period that we're at the mm-hmm. gate. Now, what are we doing with that period of time, which is our life? What are we doing? Are we getting closer to God or are we walking away from God? Are we becoming deaf to his will, to his grace, to his truth? Indifferent to him or are we alive in God? Mm. And guess what? In the same way that God is waiting for us, with open arms, okay, okay, The Lord, I I could never imagine him waiting for me like this. (laughs) Arms crossed, no, 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 okay? He's not going to do that. Okay? But (laughs) we must want to get into his arms. Mm -hmm. We must want to go to heaven. And it's not based on this emotional, you know, thrill. No, no. Most of the times I'm at deep peace inside, but I'm not in an emotional high. No, okay? I'm sure with marriage, Okay? Okay? It's just this continuously ongoing yes. Your will be done. Your will be done. And I, I, what does it come to me in Spanish? Solamente te quiero a ti. I only want you. It's beautiful. Amen.
2: No, So so I'm not sure we're going to be covering it now or or afterwards, but Father will be out at the Alexander House Apostolate On Wednesday evening for a healing service and then at Our Lady of the Atonement Catholic Church on Friday as well. I don't have the details in front of me.
0: Yeah, actually, um, in fact, (laughs) I'm looking at the uh, events right now. Uh, And for the information on the events, anyone can go to, you know, uh, Padre Martin's um, Divine Mercy Corp. Mm Uh, dot org website, all right, for the invent for the events that they've got scheduled. But or yes, Facebook
2: page too, right? Yes. So they yeah,
0: a new Facebook page that was just created. So, uh, those events uh, coming up is Wednesday. Uh, the 19th, the Alexander House Marriage Apostolate, uh, you know, that's going to be over there on uh, Leroy Shield Road uh, there in Bolverde. This is going to be from 530 to 930 p.m. Uh, Heal the whole family. This is a, a free event and all are welcome to register for this event. Visit Divine Mercy Corp dot com uh, or excuse me no dot o r g sorry about that. yeah the, the PSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bad. yeah sorry about that uh we've got a, a minute before we go to break and continue this conversation with the uh, uh, and that uh, that other event you were talking about, Richard, uh, will be Friday the 21st uh, there at Our Lady of the Atonement Catholic Church uh, located at 15415 Red Robin Road. Uh, Holy Mass will be celebrated uh, at 6.30 p.m. followed by benediction and healing service. Uh, again, that music means that we're going to go to a quick break, but don't change the station. If you're enjoying this conversation, share it with your friends. Tell them where you're listening to Padre Martín right now. Uh, Again, don't change the station. We'll be right back.
4: Protestants like to use James 2, 10 through 11 against the Catholic doctrine of mortal and venial sin because James says whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. But James can't be denying the doctrine of mortal and venial sin because in 115 he affirms it saying that sin in its beginning stages doesn't bring death, venial sin, whereas it does in its more mature stages, mortal sin. The point James is making in James 2.10-11 is that we must keep all the commandments in order to avoid incurring the guilt of transgressing the law. We can't say to the Lord on Judgment Day, Lord, I only broke one commandment but kept the other nine. So, James 2, 10-11 is simply a misfire in trying to take down the Catholic belief of mortal and venial sin. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, catholic.com.
6: Our family has spanned the centuries and the globe. With God's grace, we started hospitals to care for the sick. We established orphanages and helped the poor. We are the largest charitable organization on the planet, bringing comfort to those in need. We educate more children than any other institution. We developed the scientific method and founded the college system. We defend the dignity of human life and uphold marriage. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are transformed by sacred scripture and sacred tradition, which have guided us for 2,000 years. We are the Catholic Church. With over one billion in our family, sharing in the sacraments and fullness of the Christian faith, Jesus started our church when he said to Peter, the first pope, You are rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. So if you've been away from the Catholic Church, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. We are Catholic. Welcome home.
0: And welcome back, listeners, to your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. Want to continue this conversation with Padre Martin Scott, uh, founder of the Siervos de la Divina Misericordia. Um, and before we went to break, you know, Father was talking about, you know, you know, God's mercy, uh, you know, God's love for us and his yearning for our ongoing yes, right? And, uh, you know, we can pick up there, Father. Um, you know, how in, in your, in your ministry, Right. You know, we're talking about the divine mercy. It's how can we as as the laity, you know, really ask for the grace and how can we start living out or really begging for God's mercy? Because it's so important that we beg for his mercy with how, you know, the, the sins that we commit against the, the most sacred heart. Uh, how,
5: how do we start? How do we start with that? Okay, Let me just tell you what he put in my heart right now. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: It's really living out what he did on Good Friday. Amen. It's taking ownership of that and allowing what he did on Good Friday for you and for me to take over us, to consume us, to take ownership of us. And us living out, which is taking, holding, taking Christ seriously in our life, number one, and letting him be our, letting, allowing us to, to make us, to make, for him to make us his instruments. Amen. Okay? And it's it's really taken seriously, which means allow him his victory on the cross to be our victory. Okay? Which is to, to allow him to just come in come in and just clean house. So not like the bumper stickers used to say that Jesus is my co pilot. No. no.
2: Get out of the get, have him drive and yes. we're in we're in the passenger seat.
5: <laughs> and it's allowing him to take ownership of us. Amen. whether we're a religious or priests or laymen, families. okay, And that's wh- and then that's when we begin to live heaven on earth mm-hmm. and prepare for heaven. Because mm-hmm. ultimately the goal is to prepare us for heaven. Okay? And we see something that I see in my life. I see his hand in everything. In everything. Mm-hmm. I don't mean literally that I'm seeing it like a hand going like this. You know, like, you know, no. Yeah, I don't mean that. I mean seeing his guiding us. Mm-hmm consoling us, taking care of us, using us. Like I remember, I remember when I was in, uh, uh, you know, Medjugorje, I mean, God put there in some wells, and I just thought to myself, and Jesus said, I need you to go there. You know, I said, I've been there four times. You know, it's just the human part of me. He says, I need you to go there. Mm-hmm. So here I was, you know, walking, and these, you know, people started coming to me.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And just, I mean, hearing these confessions, I mean, just people who thought they were doing well. And just these.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Yes. And second of all, he even, one day, just to show you how God is this is incredible. This is his mercy. He doesn't want to waste a second. Okay, I was having, you know, I was staying at the, house, homes, at the pilgrimage home. Guest house of one of the visioners, okay, of Maria. It's called, um, I don't remember the name, okay. Um, anyway, so I go in for out five minutes because I wasn't having good connection with the Wi Fi. I mean, just to say hello to the brothers, write them, you know, hello, how are you doing? Or so maybe see if I could contact them. And there, there is like six Italians. Mm. He had seen me my habit. I was I wasn't dressed, I was dressed for where to go to bed. They say, you know, (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye. And they came up. And the Lord had words of knowledge for him, for them. Especially some of them. Mm. Mm. So Jesus doesn't waste his time. And we have to ask that's his hunger for souls. That's his hunger for souls. That's his love for souls. And we, we have to get that through. I don't want to say thick skull, but in our heart. That's how much God wants to set us free of this world and into his world. I thirst. That's what hits me. I thirst on the yeah. cross.
6: Yeah.
5: Mm. I thirst. So So it's, it's, it's really, it's his passion, what he did for us on Good Friday, you know, lived out. Day, to day Because God is God, so it's, he always lives in the eternal present. Uh-huh. It's not like he just said, well, I died for you. No, no. It's not that he continues to die, but that victory, the power of his passion, death, and resurrection is there for us. It is available for us. It is open to us. Jesus is waiting for us with open arms. Come to me. Come to me. But also stay with me. You know, uh, John Paul
2: II, St. John Paul II wrote, uh, Mercy is Love's Second Name. Wow. And I remember one of the quotes, I think I got this right. uh, Father Wade Menezes shared it with me. You know, Think about how much you love somebody. Um, Comparing that to the ocean of love. The ocean of love. Mm -hmm. Your love for someone is a drop compared to the ocean of love God has for you. Exactly. Yes, exactly.
5: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And he it just wants us not just to, I believe, it, you know, like, oh, Father, I said the chapter of Divine Mercy. That's wonderful that you say the chapter of Divine Mercy. <laughs> but you better let mercy transform you, sanctify you, you and your families, and everyone else he wants to use. So Jesus, only Jesus could think of, you know, I want to use you at, I went in 11.05 at night, you know, there in Medjugorje, and used me until like almost 12. <laughs> only the Lord, to Italians, <laughs> Only the Lord. So, in the end of this, you know, there was a woman, who, I think, who spoke Spanish you know, or understood it. She said, okay? And she, she had me, she, I was translating and this guy comes up, and I me, mean, I thought, this guy has some zilch, you know, big sins he hasn't confessed. I said, look, you know, <laughs> thank God you understood us, pray Lord, please translate. <laughs> okay? And guess what? He was just like, hmm. And I knew, I knew that wasn't by chance. That was, no, that was God's will. That was God's will. <laughs> Jesus just said, yeah. I was fishing. <laughs> so, my gosh, we have to, God takes mercy very seriously. It's ongoing. And he's not indifferent to our sins. He says, oh, poor guy, you know, oh, my gosh, he's hooked on pornography. Well, anybody does it. No, that's not God. God wants to set us free. God wants to set you and me free of everything that keeps His grace from us. That's the truth. That's mercy. That's mercy. That's why you pray to Saint Faustina. That's why you pray to the children of Portugal. Okay, different places. It's like to Our Lady. in I met. I met um, in nine. Uh, when I was in um and in Kuwait, and we were sitting at this bishop's house. And this was wonderful Indian priest, okay? A Jesuit. Good time Jesuit. Good time Jesuit. Good time old Jesuit. Okay, I don't know how you say it, okay? Anyway, like it, probably early 70s, okay? And I remember one time, you know, we were having, we were having breakfast and little by little people were leaving off. And it was just him and I. And he kept like looking around and said, well, is expect- expect- I said, Who's this is Maybe expecting a guest. <laughs> well, he wanted to make sure that nobody was around us. He said, Father, I have something to share to you. Mm. This happened to me in the 90s in India. He was he he was aware, had heard of Our Lady a parent to four Indian, Indian children, Hindu children, to say the least. Now they're all Catholic, okay? But this was in a very private setting, home setting. And he said, And I was in a taxi with a taxi driver, a a woman and her young child. We were going to this to visit this home to get to get to know the children. And it was like a 15-minute drive. Who do you think was our travel partner outside of the car? Our blessed mother. Mm -hmm. She was there floating all the time and talking to them. And one of the things, he said, Father, after this happened to me, I couldn't tell anyone. For months, I would just start bawling and bawling and crying of joy. And, and Our Lady told them, told them, this is in the last century, not this century, okay, right. last century, I have appeared in 6,600 different places around the
6: world. Mm. Wow.
5: Most of them are short, maybe private, okay, or, or, or not publicized, right. okay, small apparitions. I don't want to say, what apparitions if our lady is small. You know <laughs> what I mean, okay? okay? <laughs> but my point is, and it wasn't just like, man, you disappeared 600 days. No, uh... it was 600 different apparitions. In different settings. Wow. Well, I am so sorry that we're going to have to leave the conversation right
0: there. If y'all want to hear more about Bobby Martin Scott, go to to DivineMercyCorp.org and find out when his next speaking uh, engagement is. Uh, Or if you have any other questions, feel free to call Mm -hmm. us at 210-579-9844. God bless all of you, and thanks for tuning in.
4: Celebrating okay, 2,000 years of truth. <laughs> this is the Guadalupe Radio places. Network. Radio for your soul. Alive, I mean.
5: All, you
2: know. Save the date for Made for More with Christopher West and Mike Mangione. November 16th at St. Matthew Catholic Church. World-renowned speaker and author Christopher West, along with award-winning musician Mike Mangione, are coming to St. Matthew Catholic Church with a beautiful multimedia event called Made for More, Visions of the Promised Land. Bring family and friends. No one should miss this awesome and inspiring event. For more information about the event or to purchase your tickets today, visit sanantonio.eventbrite.com.
4: Clark Cardis, colon and rectal surgeon and fellow in the American College of Surgeons, is proud to be a sponsor of the Great Catholic Programming on KJMA. He's a member of Catholic Charities Medical Advisory Board and Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and provides care for colon cancer, diverticulitis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and those embarrassing lumps, bumps, aches, and pains. For more information on his offices in the Medical Center, Westover Hills, or Stone Oak, please call 210-614-0880.
3: This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Luke 5, Jesus invites Peter, weary from a night of fruitless fishing, back out onto the Sea of Galilee to cast his nets one more time and trust Jesus for the results. To cast into the deep is to let go of our own opinions, desires, and the way things or people should be. To cast into the deep, even where we have already fished with no results, is to let go of independence, autonomy, and self-determination. The sooner we realize that our beloved is holding us in his hands, the sooner we can get about the business of doing our Father's will, the sooner we will become disciples. Proverbs sums up this great secret lesson learned by the saints. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Let go and trust the Lord to direct your activities and your life. He knows what he's doing. Catholic Way Bible Study.
0: Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org.
6: This is KJMA 89.7 FM. Floresville, San Antonio. Also streaming the truth to the world at grnonline.com. It's food for the immortal soul. All day and all night. This is an EWTN newsletter